Well, what a great entry song. Anima, I mean, Simcha Cohen and Nisiman, Wednesday night. Wow. Mid-May. Another week, another week. Yes, and it's, uh, I'm not going to say what time the Omer is because I didn't count it yet, but last night. Anyways, it's Simcha Cohen here, and we are live in J-Root Radio. And it's starting to rain, and we're counting down the Omer, getting ready for Matan Torah. And we are, uh, we are going to be having a show tonight, great show. And we're going to be talking about some really good things. So I want to tell you a story, something happened. And I wanted to talk about a school in our city and a Kiddush Hashem that happened in this school. Maybe it's not for such public knowledge, but um, I was very proud to hear in Shiva Chavitz Chaim High School, a very interesting thing happened. There was a group of uh, 11th graders that took an AP test. AP is Advanced Placement Test. And it was a very hard test. And the teacher that taught them all the stuff. And they finished the test. And the class said to the teacher, You know, sir, can we take you out to dinner? He said, Take me out to dinner. Why do you want to take me out to dinner? He said, Because we appreciate the fact that you taught us. And we appreciate the fact that you helped us pass this test. And they got together. And they took this English teacher who, I, don't, I think he's Jewish. I'm not sure if he was Orthodox or not. And they took him out to dinner for appreciation. And I have to say, if this isn't a commentary on the good things that are happening with our kids nowadays, kids are learning respect. No one told them to do that. No one asked them to do that. That was something that they generated on their own. And it's such a tremendous, tremendous thing to show Ehakar Tov. And B, to be able to, to, to make a Kiddush Hashem, such a Kiddush Hashem of being able to, 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 to have an English teacher feel that what he taught them was important, what he taught them was good, I think it's a tremendous, tremendous thing. And uh, I'd like to talk about that. I'd like to hear what people have to say and people's attitudes towards English teachers. And if we could get some uh, energy going over here. Call-in number is... 718-683-5858. And it's not, it is. <laughs> the call number is, so I'll sit there. Anyways, the call number is 718-683-5858. And uh, we're going to be taking some calls. And it's Laser Diamond, how are you? Hashem, Dr. How are you doing? It's a very busy week. It's a very crazy week. But how was your week? Yeah, of course it's great because it's consistent because that's life is my week is very good. Very good. Very good. We have we have a mutual friend. You know Alan Sokol? No. I think I think I think I think, I think he might be a new guy working at Harmony. But I told him to look you oh, up. What's his name again? Alan. Alan. When he started working there? Uh, I don't know. I, I think maybe recently. Hey, he's a good guy. Take care of him, okay? Yeah, and another question to ask you is, sometimes I get very stressed, but, uh, you know, it seems hard to, you know, because I'm only on the family of me and my father. Everybody's married, so it feels like, I feel like somebody, something like it's very, like, uptight a lot. It's very, it's very hard. When you're in a massive, when you're in a massive that you don't have control over, it's very hard. It's very hard, and you have to, you know what, the thing is like this, we all have our mahalach in life, and we have to thank the Rabbanin Shalom for whatever we have, 
You know what? No. I'll tell you two seconds. I'll tell you two seconds. She works hard with him. He was in the house for a few days. He kind of came home yesterday, brought his family as well. But you know something? You know something? You've, we have to be thankful for everything we have. We have to realize that everything is extra. You know, I'll tell you a quick yeah. story. Tell you a quick story. So there's this guy. He davens by the Oran Kodesh. Every day someone sees him davening by the Oran Kodesh. And he's davening, he's davening, he's davening, he's crying. So the guy figures, you know, some curious guy says, like, what's he davening for? So he overhears him, and the guy's saying, Hush, I need $1,000. I need $1,000. I need $1,000. That's what I need. I need $1,000. The guy has Rahman. Okay, so he goes, he raises $990. Puts it in an envelope there with the guy's name on it. So the guy comes. Next day, he starts davening. All of a sudden, he sees an envelope there. He goes, holy mackerel. He counts out the money. It's $990. He looks up to Rabbi Nishalim and says, thank you so much, Hashem. Thank you so much. You answered my tefillahs. He turns to go away, comes back. He goes, Hashem, when do you think I can get the last 10 bucks? <laughs> so what does that mean? We get so much from the Rabbi Nishalim. And we're asking for the last 10 bucks. We can't yes. ignore... A lot of people have to appreciate that. We have to appreciate... You know what? You're such a beautiful person. You have so many beautiful things about you. Baruch Hashem, you take care of people. You you help people. These are big brachas. You know what? You leave a legacy when you do that. So you have to be thankful I mean, for that. There's some people that don't have any ability to do such things. Yeah, and let me ask you another question. Is it a locher? You're supposed to me a hand and jacket? Um, it's, it, you're supposed to have a double kisui on your head when you're davening, and I think, I, I'm not a big bucky in halacha, but I do recall somebody brought down a mishnabura of that sort, but I can't pass in halacha because I'm just, I'm, I'm, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm thank I'm, you very much, I'm going to be well talking okay. about money, and I'd like to shout out to Pro, Monkey Pro, Fisher Pro, Mushy Pro, I'm a great night. Okay, be well, laser. Don't, okay. Anyways, so, I want to talk about, uh, Respect. I was talking about respect and, and how kids need to... I was talking about a, a, an 11th grade class. They took an AP test, and after they were done, they asked the teacher, and they took him out to dinner on their own. They said, we want to thank you. Well, This is Chavetz Chaim. And it's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem when such a thing happens. Kids don't realize. Kids don't realize. Anyways, but... Uh, or we can talk about whatever you want. We just had, last week was my favorite Parsha, Parsha's Kedoshim. It's like the most, it, 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 it's the most unbelievable Parsha. It's so much, so much, so much Midot and so much Hadracha in last week's Parsha. It's like not, not, not Shaykh. No? You know what, uh, Parsha, it's, it's what, what, the question is, what is Oli? You know, I spoke about it, we spoke about it, but what does it mean Oli? What does it mean to be Oli? Tichos Hashem. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, for example, let's let the, the, the other religious, uh, the, the religious, the other, you know, the Christianity only is separate himself kids, from. It's, yeah, 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 but he's separate. Somebody that separate himself from the society, everything. I don't think for, kadosh means holy. Yeah, okay, I that's think uh, exactly, exactly. Kadosh separate is 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 anointed is. Is sanctified. It's a different. Is is a board. Is a as a limit around. They say doesn't have what it cannot in do. Whatever it. In India, they say holy cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the Indians say holy smokes. Yeah. The Jews say kedoshim to you, sanctified. 
Yes. Sanctified, and which means you... that we're unique to yeah. Hashem. And you know something? It's impossible not to think because if you think about it, and as you get older, kids, you're going to understand the the geography and the numbers of in around two thousand years ago, there were around nine million Chinese. Today. They're like 900 billion. I don't know how many there are. Because if things would be Viteva, if the Jews would populate Viteva, we should have, we should have billions. But Hashem keeps us small and consolidated amongst ourselves. And we are the holy, sanctified, the, the diamond that sits there and illuminates the world. And it's totally against nature. Totally against nature. There's nothing to talk about. That, that every dynasty came and went, came and yep. went. And so that's, that's Kedoshim. Because we, we do all the morals that the world thinks that they invented are ours. Yes. I, want, I, want to you, you, I, I had many, many years uh, think about why the dynasty disappeared. And Pharaoh dynasty disappeared. The Chinese person is disappearing. The mind. All the that what happened? What happened in the process over there? I think that's a natural process. It's a, a, no, it's not natural. It's it's, it's it, a natural it's and natural not, yes. nothing lasts. Yes, no, no. Because history, even even you think, I mean, nothing lasts. America lasts so long. It's this is around. The, 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 this is eventually things happen because eventually someone gets stronger because the world works at overpowering and then someone else is going to get stronger and take over for the next generation but you know i would say i would say that my my explanation for the dynasty what happened let's say that the the, the, the first ruler was cruel was savage and smart enough to control his his nation okay then his come his children become less basically become spoiled you got to get whatever they want and then the, okay. the third generation is again, and what happened? The, the people around him, the advisors, saw that so corrupted system take over and basically rebuild themselves. It's like three, four generations, and this is. But be we, the Jewish people, we have the mitzvah. But if we learn that, the teaching our children and children, and that they teach how to keep our children with a moral limitation, with all the. Is, that's what we have. And the, the other thing is, that's 100% true, but the other thing is that we, our nationhood, our nationhood travels with us. Our Torah is what makes us a nation. And our nationhood travels with us. No matter where we are, it's with us. Yes. So we never lose our nationhood. It's, we have it, it's like a, 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 a black American Express card. It's good wherever you are. <laughs> You're on the air. Hello, you're on Hello? the air. Hi. I like my English teacher. You do? Yeah. Okay, good. Do you, do you, you know what? I'm glad that you like your English teacher, but even if you don't like your English teacher, you have to understand that the way they see our yeshiva kids is the way they view Jews in the world. And we have an opportunity of a lifetime to really make a Kiddush Hashem. All right? So but if I don't like her, you don't. You don't then like her. Bad. No. No, I do. But if I don't, then it's bad. No, I, you can't say 
you, who to like. I can't tell you who to like. I, but but respect has nothing to do with liking. I, I respect is not about who I like and who I don't like. Respect is about me. I have to conduct myself with respect because if I respect myself, then I'm going to act with respect. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with them. If I walk on the street and I see somebody coming in my direction and I move aside, I don't know who they are and I'm showing respect because I want to look like I'm a respectful person. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Hi. Okay. Hi, you're on the Hi. air. Hi. Hello. Hi, how Hello? are you? Hello. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I would like to tell all the kids whenever people bully you, you should just tell them back in their face. Like that that's true. But what should you tell what them? What do you have? Like think to yourself, you have what do you have that he doesn't You're or so she right. doesn't? Uh, what you a, so you'll smart. for sure win with your mental argument. You're a hundred percent right and you can never be afraid to answer back. And one of the things I like to tell people is who gives you the right to talk to me that way? You can't talk to me that way. And you're not allowed to that's not that you don't have any ownership over me. And even if even if you bully me, yeah, you you're not right. You know you're not right. And and you, and, and, and the truth is you're right. They're not going to win a mental argument. And I, I love that advice. And I hope you do that if anybody ever bullies you. And But sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I find if someone bullies me, I take a look at them and I decide, is this worth it? Eh, not even worth my time. Someone says, move over. I say, you know what? If it's going to make your day, buddy, no problem. If that's what you need, I'll let you move over. I don't care. Not going to ruin my day. I know. I would like to tell the listeners. That's what I want to. Okay. That's what I called to tell them about it. All right. I appreciate that call. It's very good advice. So right. that they don't need to wait for the line to get in. Okay. But if they have a real emergency, then they should call. Okay. Thank you very much, Sadi. Okay. Bye bye. Hello. You're on the air. Me? Yeah. You. Okay. You? So basically. I have a girl in my class who she's very popular, and sometimes she's not really my friend. And sometimes she like really snobs me, and like she's very popular, so no one like stands up to her. But sometimes she really bullies me, and it. And well, I come is, home and I'm what, very sad, but what does I don't she want do? My, I don't want my mother to call the principal because then she's gonna be really upset at me and tell everyone. Not to be friends with me, because that happened once. What, what does she do to bully you? Can you explain it to me? Like, she makes fun of me sometimes, and then she says, I, 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 I don't know anything, I'm so stupid, and she tells everyone not that's, to play with me. That's, that's really, that's unacceptable in a very major way. And, and I think that, I understand why you don't want your mother to call the principal, but I suggest that you, you get yourself, you know, the karach, to tell her one day, very soon, you know, you really hurt my feelings when you say these things, and it really bothers me. And I really, really need you to stop doing that. And if, so you, one, if you have one to- time, I, She made girls, like, like 
like not be my friend. And then one time, the, the girls told her that I, because I called them up and I asked them if they could try to include me more because I feel like I'm sometimes being left out. And she went into the entire class and said, you think she's really friends with these girls? She's not really friends with these girls. They're just pretending to be friends with her because she called them up. That, that's, that is so hurtful. That is so hurtful. So, so therefore, I think that the only way that I would suggest is if you confront her. And what I would suggest is sometimes if you have to say something that's very scary to say, write it down and practice saying it. This way, when you have to say it, you're not nervous. And you tell her, listen, I never did anything to you. I never bothered you. And all you do is bother me. And all you do is make me feel bad. And you could tell her, and you want that to be on your shoulders, that you made somebody feel bad and you made my life miserable? I don't know. Hashem takes care of people like that. And you could tell her. So stop and just stop doing it, and that's all. And she's going to look at you cross-eyed, and she's going to say something like, and you say, that doesn't change what I said. You need to stop doing this. Because it's not right, and you don't have a right to do it. And I think that if you get her like that, and if you want to be smart, you can say, and you're not a mean girl. You're just being mean for no reason. See see how that works, okay? Okay, thank you so, so I much. I really want you to call me back and report to me how it works. Okay, should I even call her on the phone now? Uh, if you feel like it, yes. Call her on the phone and tell her exactly what we said. Hey, thank you. Okay. Good luck. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi, how are you? Amazing. You are? That's great. I try to be. Okay, well, either you are or you're not. And if you are, then you are. Okay. That's, that's a good point. Okay. What's going on? Um, so basically, my mommy goes away a lot, and she makes me babysit, and I really don't like it because the kids really don't behave. Uh huh. So, are you asking me? How, are you asking me to, how to get your mommy not to go away, or how to help the kids get the kids to behave? Um, maybe how to get my mommy not to go away so much. Well, I don't know if I could do that. If I could help you get the kids to behave. How could you? How can I help you get the kids to behave? I think if you give them incentives. And you just like be a little bit easygoing and you sometimes give in to them and you don't get like all uptight with them, then they'll probably listen to you. You don't you sound like a pretty amazing person. But they're annoying sometimes. Okay, so you deal with annoying stuff. Life could be annoying. But 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 that's I mean, you wanna be annoyed sometimes. If you're not if you're annoyed, that means you're alive. But there's other ways to see her alive, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. So you'll get those also. I think that I think that you know what? The bottom line is this is your life and you can make of it what you choose. And you could you could either complain about it or you can make it make it good. And I don't think it's a bad thing to have to take care of your siblings. I was a youngest and my relationship with my sisters is very special because they took care of me. And it's many, many years later. I appreciate it very much. And I still, I could even, I tell my sister Miriam all the time, 
I still remember the songs she used to play me on her guitar, put me to sleep when I was really, really scared. And you know how I many we're talking about 50 years ago, 45 years ago. But I still remember that. You could give your siblings beautiful memories. And you know what? It will always come back to you. Because one day, you'll be 50 and they'll be 40 and they'll remember that. You want that. You don't want them to remember an older sister that ran out and said, Leave me alone. Go to sleep. Yeah, leave me alone. I want to I talk to my friends. You want that memory? No, I don't think so. Okay? You're right. Thank you very much. Have okay. a great night. You too. Have an amazing night. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? How you doing? But so there, there was um, a fight on my bus, and right. I tried to stick up for the girl, but but they just made fun of me. Wow. So you know what? You know what? You you get double the schar because you because you know what? You did the right thing, and don't be discouraged because that girl, because you stuck up for her. You may have saved her life. All you need is one person to stand up for you. And then you feel like you're not alone. But when you feel... But now I feel stupid and alone. What? But now I feel alone. But you're not alone. You know why? Because you're walking with Hashem. And because you're walking with the good feeling to know that you did the right thing. And you know what? When you're alone, Hashem's going to stand up for you. Because it's, it's, it's a very big big act of gvura to step up and I know the feeling but you do it because you have to do it because it's losamar al-dam Torah tells us you can't just watch somebody suffer and just walk away that's not our way and you acted like a true Jew and Hashem's going to take care of you for it you're evidently a very special person and sometimes being very special can be painful when you're living in a world with not such special people. But I don't feel special. Okay. Well, if you felt special, then you wouldn't be so special. It's the special people that don't feel special are the humble ones. And they're the ones that are really special. People that walk around all day say, Oh, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great. I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. There's nothing special about that. You know what I mean? You sound like yeah. a really great kid. How old are you? Ten. You're ten years old. I promise you, and I, I, I don't promise very often, but this is, I promise, I thought you were a teenager. Because I wouldn't really ever... Well, I'm turning 11 in two months. Wow. That's still, I really thought you were a teenager because you know what? Ten-year-olds are normally selfish. And if you're 10 going on 11 and you're thinking this way, I'm telling you you have a future in Godless. I'm telling you. You mark my words. In 35 years, you, you write me a, an email and say, you're right, when you're like uh, some, some, some big famous person. Okay? Okay? Also, yeah. And can I tell you a story? Can I tell you a quick story that happened to me? Yeah, I have I, all the time. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. I, I, someone, someone, I went, someone told me, I want you to go visit this person. He has an account. And maybe 
he's gonna want you to do do uh, work in his nurse in, in 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 his business. So I, I walk in, and I know this kid. This kid was a sixty year old kid. He was a terrific, fabulous kid, but he didn't know it. He thought that he wasn't. And I told him, I said, you know what, you're a great kid. And you know what? He says, you told me that. And that's why I kept it in my head. I got married and I had kids and I have a job, a good job. And the truth is, I was right. And I wasn't just telling him. I was telling him the truth. And I'm telling you the truth also. If you're almost 11 years old and you're standing up for what's right, Hashem is going to clear your path in life, my friend. Okay? No, because because when I stuck up for the girl, um, they made fun of me. So how will Hashem clear my path if they because did? Because that's like... unfortunately why it's not popular to st stick up for what's right. But you did the right thing. And sometimes doing the right thing comes with a little patch, but it's the right thing. You still did the right thing. Hashem's going to look at that patch that you got and say, you know what? That's that kaparara monot. You'll see. Okay? Okay. Don't regret it. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, me? Yes, you. What's cooking? Um, my, I am on my black, and my friends, I have a ripstick. And one day I went down, I, I took my ripstick, and I just, I ran after someone of my black um, for fun, play for fun. And when I come back, my ripstick wasn't there. Oi. So I, I asked uh, all the boys where it is. Nobody wanted to tell me. Aye. And so I, I told them, give me it back. It's not, it's not, it's not nice of you. you and you, they just ignored said, me too. I, my good it? friend came to me and told me where it is and he gave it, gave it to me. Now, today, I went, I came, come with my, I went to my, with my ride to school. And my, and when I come, when I came home, I, I went into the line, then I sandstone, I took my bike, and I let it there. And when I come back, I see my bike is not there. And I come, and I see my see my friends. They, they are, they're standing in there laughing, and they have my bike. Aye. I feel so bad for those, for those kids, because they have no sense of humor. And they sound like real ding-dongs. I think they sound like real ding-dongs. And and I, 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 you know what? Just lock up your bike, maybe. <laughs> uh, yes, but except for that, but they're, they're, they're teasing me. If they're teasing you, if you let it get to you. If you sit there and you say, okay, you had your fun? All right, fine. Give me my bike back. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Okay, that was good. You enjoyed that, guys? Very good. All right. I have better ways of having fun. Hasta la vista. So they, you know what? They, this is a silly thing. Don't let it get to you. You have to You have to be strong and just say, tell me when you're done acting like Meshuggahs. That's what they're doing. And, and, or, or lock up your bike. But you know what? They'll eventually get tired of it. Okay? Okay. I wouldn't run after them because they're going to do it more. Say, you know what? All right, when you're ready to give me my bike back, you give me my bike back. And if you don't give me my bike back, then you're, then you're going to love him. If you're going to love him, then you know what? Then you have bigger problems than me. Okay. 
Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? Great. Um, I called last week about the boys, and you said I should call back. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me, what happened? Um. Well, I don't know. Nothing really happened, because there's no men to get involved. There's no men to get involved. Okay. Um... Okay, so you know what? So so then, we need to we need to figure out what to do. Uh, they, wait, wait, where do these do these? You know what? What do, uh, we we I ask you to call after the show. Yes, right? you were supposed to call after the show. I did, I did, I did, but I didn't get there. So you know what? Text after the show and text us a way that we can contact you after the show. Okay. Okay, fine. Thanks. You know the number to text. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank okay, bye. you. Bye. Anybody that has trouble with a situation that they don't think that they can resolve, okay? You're not alone. J-Root Radio, we have dedicated people here that will find a way of getting involved and will try and help. But don't think that you're alone. I mean, we'll, we'll, not always can we do things, but we can find people that can and we can help. At least give a thought. And sometimes it's, it takes a little bit more involvement than a phone call on the radio. But you text in, and 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 Nisim is is twenty four seven, twenty four six, and 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 if we can help, we'll, we'll do what we can. This is very important that uh, you have a line of communication between our teenagers. Yep. And sometimes, uh, as a parents, you know that's what happened Sunday. You know, with with the uh, what do you call it, direction, general direction, and Bezat Hashem will keep it uh, running. Rabbi Mordechai Weinberg and Rabbi Nitsi Greenfield and Rabbi Simcha Cohen will be Bezad Hashem the next one. We'll see how it's working. But Bemet really. Really, the truth is, I don't want to talk to parents. I want to talk to kids. Yeah, okay, but but you know, but if you want to talk to kids, you have to reach some some level, you know. And the funny said. That most of the people that come, that the people are serious people that come want to see the people that thinking themselves that they are best of the best, they didn't come. Yeah, but you know you something. Know. That's why I want to talk to the kids because I can't. Because the truth is, I'm still waiting. I want to coordinate an event for teenagers, an event for kids, where kids can come talk and we can have a dialogue and and talk about things that we need to talk about. You know what? It's not always. And I keep confidentiality all the time. I walk around. I don't talk about anything to anybody. And so it, it's, you know, this is something that I really think. Reach out. Use our text. If we could get to develop a grassroots uh, group of, of, of people and, and we can create something, then maybe we can generate some energy and, and do something. Events are great. I want to accomplish things on a real level. Yeah, that's that's not no the event like Jerut radio. It's only awareness. Definitely, that the next steps is to create something working. You know, you know, Simcha. How many years we tried to build some kind of school for teenagers right. out there? It's it's not working. You know, not working. Not working. We are we are too uh not political correct and not. Uh, you know that it's too it's too hard. It's too, it's too hard. You know, it's, it's, and you know what? And it's too on one, uh, red tape. I I I I believe it's just one on one. It's just it's the only way that I that I. 
And you know what? Fire by fire. But also, the message that people need to hear is that it, your, your life is worth it. You're worth it. And there's no problem that is not in some way approachable. But the problem we have is that we don't know who to approach. And a lot of times it's just a matter of guidance. It's a matter of just being guided as to who the right person to approach is. And, and, and you know, it, 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 when you know, teachers will say things and principals will do things, I had a situation where there were a few kids kicked out of yeshiva, and I worked Yom Avalayla for two months to get them back in. And you know, you know, I got the Novominsk Rebbe to call the Rosh Hashiva and ask him to put the kids back in the school. And this Rosh Hashiva is a very, very special, special holy man. And you know what? It took it took the Novominsk Rebbe's encouragement and brachas, but the kids got in. And you know what? I believe they saved some lives. But sometimes that's what you got to do. So to that young lady, text us how to reach you, how to get in touch with you, and uh, and let's see what we could do. See what we could do to help, because um, that's what we try and do. And and I have a I have a a you know a lot of times I'm I'm, I'm overwhelmed and I'm not able to. So we try and pass it on to people that can. But the main thing you need to know is you're not alone. You're not alone. That uh, that there's there are people that could help. You know what? And I think about that for myself. If I went to had certain people that reached out to me when I needed it, I, I would be in bad shape. I remember one specific Revy. I was something happened in my family. A tragedy happened, and I was, I was alone, and I had nobody to talk to. I don't know how he knew what to do, but he called me up. He said, "Simchala, you want to come down, Marv, and come to my house," and I did. And he spoke to me. And if he went to spoken to me, I don't know where I would have been the next morning. And not about anything, just, just took care of me. Everybody needs somebody to take care of them. Everybody does. And at the end of the day, we know that Hashem is taking care of us. If we walk with Hashem, and we know that Hashem is taking care of us, then we can sleep. Then we're good. Then we're good. Anyways, that's that's really the key. That's the key. And Hashem does take care of us in so many different ways. More ways than you can imagine. You just got to look for him. Just got to look for him. But uh, that that's 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 really the message. But uh, anyways, we have a caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? Yeah, I called before. That, like, I've seen that the girl who was being really not nice to me. Yes, yes. So I called her. And basically, at first she was acting like a, a little snobby to me. Okay. And, 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 like, she was, like, laughing at me. And then she said, like, you know what? You know, maybe I should really work on myself. Unbelievable. And, Success. And then she started laughing. And then I, um, I said, okay, and then it sounds like maybe we could be good friends. And I'm then so I, happy. And I hung up. And then a few minutes later she called me back and she said, by the way, our other friend was on the line, and you think I'm really going to be nice to you? Well, I'm not, because you're such a nerd. Uh, you know what? You know what? 
It's and I wish I could just try to ignore her and not be her friend. But, but she's guess very what? Popular. First of all, don't, don't believe the second thing she said. Believe the first thing she said. Don't back down from your line. Don't back down and say, you know, I don't believe you because you really are a decent person. And you could give her a little muster and say, and don't buckle into peer pressure. You get a lot more attention being nice than you are being this queen bee over here. So guess what? I'll decide to listen to the first thing you said. And I'll ignore the second thing you said. Okay? Because I caught you being nice. Ha. But like She was caught off guard. I don't, don't want to make her more upset at me because no. then like I don't want to have no friends. Because then it's like, not fun to have no friends because every single year I'm with the same girls in my class. But guess and what? There's no other class in the grade, so I can't even sit scarcely. And my mother's not going to switch schools. Well, you don't want to switch schools. But guess what? But if you tell her, what did I do wrong? If she comes back to school, you know what this girl did? She called me up. She say, what did I do wrong? I stood up for myself. And what are they going to tell you? You shouldn't have stood up for yourself. You did the right thing. This is what the bullies do. They make you think that you don't have rights. And that's she what... told me I can choose who my friends are, and I'm not going to choose you because you that's, are weird. That's fine. But guess what? You don't have to be my friend, but you do have to be nice to me, and you cannot call me names and put me down. I don't need to be your friend. I need you to not put me down and make not nice comments to me. Because, by the way, head, uh, headlines, news alert, you're the one that looks like a jerk when you call me names. Because what do you think adults think of people who call other people names? You think they go into the teacher's room and they say, oh, yeah, that was a good one-liner. And you hear she called her a, a nerd? Oh, yeah, cool. No, they go into the teacher's room and they say, like, who likes kids like that? Yuck. Teachers go into the room and say, oh, that girl's a nasty girl. Oh, we don't like her. But they can't do it in public because it's not politically correct. No adults like it when girls act like that. Adults like girls like you. All right? So, so, so she, one time so, I tried to do that and like, I act like, not like sticky, but like, like whatever-ish. And she told me, like, oh, you're trying to be cool? Well, guess what? You're not succeeding. I'm not interested in being cool. Cool's for fools. I'm just interested in being me. She's interested in being cool because she's not happy being herself. If she was happy being it's like, she, she has, like can you imagine if she dresses up in a costume on Wednesday? Why? Because she wants to be in a costume. What? what, what? You, know, you know what's going to costume? Just be yourself. Oh, I want to be better. Oh, so she's sitting there dressed up like Barbie. So she's better? No, I don't think so. I mean, think about it. You're not in competition with her. You're like miles ahead of her. She's you like. Think you think it so much. I think I reached like a real like a real milestone by calling you up because it was hard for me to talk about it. It was very painful for me. This, this whole I am so situation. proud of you, though. I am so proud of you. And guess what? Once you have ownership over this, and you felt this success, you're a changed person. You're going to be able to stand up for yourself, and you're going to take charge. And people are going to stop treating you the way they treated you. And you know what? There is nothing nerdy about that. Nothing nerdy about that. That I is. Re I really think awesome. that this like started because 
I'm I'm not gonna try to show off now, like Casa Shalom. I don't want to be a, uh, a try to be like a, acting like a big shot. But you could be proud. I was I was like a more of a popular kid, and then she came in and she didn't have friends. So I had a friend, so we were both like pretty popular, and she became friends with that girl, and then I was being a little bit excluded. So I called the, the girl who was always my friend, and I told her I felt like me we're not being such good friends anymore. Like I thought I was being a little is maybe you could try to include me more. And she said, I'll really try that. I, I asked her before I spoke to her, like, I'm sure I, um, I could trust you to keep this confidential between us and whatever, because like, we were friends from always. And then the next day I came to school, we were having an assembly because it was Rosh Chodesh, and, and her and the girl came over, called me over and said, could you come here? And I came over and they're like, and the other girl goes, this girl could choose whose friend she wants to be. She doesn't have to be friends with you. And the whole entire time during Chagia, they didn't sit next to me, and they're shooting me these, like, dirty looks. Ay, you know what? You know what? Listen, this is already like a soap opera. You need to know that the more you take ownership, you're doing great, young lady. You're going to be fine. And I feel bad you're going to leave her in the dust. And this is only a small part of your life. Because if you are able to act like this for the rest of your life, first of all, you care about other people. You're going to have a beautiful life. You're going to have a beautiful life. And this is going to be a single, silly memory. You're going to remember about You tell it as a, a bedtime story to your kids one day. Oh, and there was once this girl, and she stood up to another girl, and she said, you got uh, another girl went. And then you may add in some funny stuff, like she grew green hair and like fell off a cliff. But whatever it is. This is a good story. You'd be proud of yourself, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Okay, I'm really proud of you. Okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Okay, that was really good. That was really good. That was really good. I want that girl to know she did a really good thing. Okay, you're on the air. Hi there, Dr. Simcha. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Um, it's great to listen to some of your amazing, the way... The way you come off so amazing with your words. Thank you very much. It's all from Hashem. It's all from Hashem. I wish I, yeah. I, wish I could tell well, you that uh, it's Seattle What's going on? Actually, you know, I have a question. Okay. When I was younger, in, when I lived in Muncie, I realized that in Bir HaZachodesh, we say, Haverim Kol Yisrael. Right. And I, and I thought about that, and I thought, like, Wow, people think, oh, she's my friend, she's not my friend. I said, this is not the Torah Hashkafa, right? right? The Torah Hashkafa is, we're all friends. Well, Chaverim over there doesn't mean literal translation of Chaverim. It means that we're all a group. Chaverim called Yisrael means we're all a Chavura Achas and we're all a Revim Zelazeh. They're all part of the same Chavura. But okay, go ahead, continue your thought. Okay, no, no, I wanted to ask you what you thought about it, because... So that, that's what I think about I, I know, just, I thought literally, Chavera means friends. That it, 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 that's a literal translation, but over there, it, if I am correct, I mean, it's... Because it, 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 a Chavera in, in Lashon Gemara also means a... a, a means means Tamil Chacham. So they say, actually Rabbi Sher spoke out on Shabbat, that the word Chavera means... Part of the Chavura, part of the Chavra, part of the group. And, 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 and so. Well, is that one group or is that divisive group? Klai Yisrael is a group. Against the world, Hitler unfortunately taught us that Klai Yisrael is a group. 
So then we have, and so then it seems to me that when the girls are, or the children are saying, uh, I mean, I don't know when you think to teach the kids that Haverim Ko Yisrael. I mean, I use, I think I used to teach my kids young, and and uh, I don't know, they, I don't remember them having such problems, but well, well, I think maybe they kept it. I don't know. I but, think that the 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 problem is that the the that. It's, first of all, it's a big city. There are a lot of kids. There are a lot of different types of families. And yeah, we, can only set examples. we can only set examples for our kids. And we can only show our kids the right thing. And that means that, like I'm saying to the adults who are listening also, to have this attitude that we're all one That's is right. mamish in Birchas HaChodesh that we're saying 100%. this. We're making this declaration that people should just pay attention to what they're saying. A hundred percent. You know, and, and, and realize that we're really declaring that we're trying to really... I mean, right, whether well, it's Havra, like you're saying, or Havarim, um, I guess it really means that we have oneness to us, right? 100%. You know, unfortunately, when we don't do it ourselves, Hashem finds ways of teaching it to us. In recent history, the last year or two, we've had incidents. I can't. I just remember the funeral of those three boys. It was just, it was just so bone-rattling for me to see that that's what we needed for Achdut. That's what we needed to, to, to reach an achdut was to have a terrible tragedy where Afghans Khalisol got together. And, and, and these are unfortunately times we need to get together for Mashiach, and that's when we need to have the Khaverim Khalisol. We have to have that unity. That's when it's really going to happen in a way like no other way. Thank you for so calling. So, would you say it's correct to teach the kids that even if your friend is not, even though we say that she's your friend, we say it. Every month that we're all, we say that, that we're all she doesn't. She's a little mixed up. She's a little bit mixed up. Well, the, the, she the, really does care about you. The, the, it, we have to care about every everybody. On on some level, we have to care about everybody, and we can't take anybody for granted. I think that's what it means. We never take anybody. In, the the Torah does. We we have to sell everything in order to be poor the nefesh. It doesn't say of your friend. Doesn't say someone you know. It says of 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 of. of person who's part of Klal Yisrael. This is the this is what it is. We're all united and we're all connected. And that's what we're teaching them, okay? Okay, great. Thank you so much for a good question. Have a okay, good night. Okay, bye Hi, you're on the air. I'm here, yes. I'm you're with on us. the air. I'm in there. Okay. You know, this is the tough uh, talk. Call Israel, chavarim, it's, uh, I, I why is it tough? It's, it, you know, when you have somebody annoying you, and uh, you want you you know mitzvah taseh ve'afta le'racha kamocha. You know what? It's, Can I tell you something? I'm taking my ten year old to school, and I'm joking around with him. So he looks at me, goes, "Dad, you're such a child." So I said, "I am." He goes, "No, Baruch Hashem." He says, "Dad, if you were like this now, what were you like when you were a kid?" So I said, "I was extremely annoying." So he goes, <laughs> "He goes, yeah." I said, "Yeah." He said, "So." I remember that. So when someone annoys me, I say, "Hey, that's my honest." <laughs> this is this is, you know, something I, I, you know, I I I always think in my mind. This is the way I think. Do I want if I walked away, someone annoys somebody, does something bad for me, and I found out that something bad happened to them because I was upset. I would feel horrible. I would feel horrible if I had a capeda against somebody. I got angry at somebody, and because of that, 
the Satan, Midah Hadin came out and scrutinized them. I would never forgive myself. So I say, so what is that worth it? What's that worth it? I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I, it's not It's not worth it. Hi, you're on the air. Huh? Hi. Um, I don't care what's so hard to stick up on yourself. You just like... I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you said. Like, the girl is being bullied. So I don't care what's so hard. You just like... I don't know, you just like... You're very lucky. If you don't find it hard, you're very lucky. I sometimes find it hard. And I'm an old man. We find it very hard. But you know what? If you don't find it hard, good for you. That's good. That's stick up for yourself. That's a good thing. All right? Okay, so... You just like do it. You, you do just... it. Don't think about it. Just do it. I agree. Just do it. That's what it is. Not much thought. Okay. Thank you for calling. Yep, time flies. But you know what? You know what? The, 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 if you think about the way we pray to Hashem, how we ask Hashem, you know, sometimes there's, 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 there's a pasuk in Ashrei that sometimes it gets stuck on pasukim in Ashrei because I think Ashrei is one of the most powerful tefillot that we say every day. It says, Ritzon yer av yaseh, ve'et shav'atam yishma v'yoshi'em. Who are we talking about? Hashem is going to do the Ratzon of your av. Ve'et shav'atam yishma v'yoshi'em. Yishma, he's going to listen, and he's going to save them. As if we're demanding. We're demanding. We have, we're yari shamayim, that we're demanding, and Hashem is not going to say, it says Shomer Hashem et kol ahavav ve'et kol sh'anim ha'shmid. Hashem's going to take care of ahavav. He's going to take the sh'anim away from him. But Ritzon Yerav Yaseh, it's a command, definitive. Person, if a person's Yerav Shemaim, and there's no bigger Yerav Shemaim than children who don't have Yitzray Hara, if you believe in Hashem, and you carry Hashem with you, and you say, Hashem, Hashem, I need this. Ritzon, your desire, your av. Yeah, I say Hashem's gonna do it. Why wouldn't he do it? You're your Eshamayim. Why wouldn't Hashem want to run and do this thing the first thing? We have to ask for it. We have to ask. I have another you know, another point, but you know what? Let's put uh, let's put one uh, one last caller. One caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi. What's going on? Good. Hi question. Yes, sir. What's it called? Um, in my issue, I don't know, some people, I don't know, they always say, always say, or whatever, about the principal, and they always say that, that he's a Jewish. And it's like, everyone is Jewish. And, and when I come, then they say, like, all these people are Jewish. What defines a Jewish? I don't know. I don't what know. I don't know. What, what, what is it? Learning is greasy. What is it? I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, it's an adjective that's not in my dictionary. I have Torah. I have a person who's a Torah Jew and not a Torah Jew. Person, I I don't understand that it, there are descriptives. I happen to have very. I don't. I I don't get any of these descriptives. I don't. Yeshivish. I guess every. You know, some people think yeshivish is this. Some people think yeshivish is that. I've heard the term greasy. I've heard the term hairy. I don't know any of these terminologies. What do you think? I don't know. What do I think? Yeah. I think that a person who loves Hashem and loves people and acts appropriately 
and, and conducts themselves like like a ben Torah, then I think that that's what a person is expected to do. Different people have different cultures. I know one thing, that when I was in Eretz Yisrael, this is what happened. When I was talking to my son. He, did, he was having trouble wearing a hat and jacket. And I went to Yeshiva and I said to him that work, I'm a Kohen. I said in the Ben Dash, when they give you the big day kahuna, they say, here, put it on. You're going to say, I don't like the hat. It looks funny. I don't want to wear a hat. It's too hot. You're going to say, I'm a Kohen. I'm proud to be a Kohen. And I'm pretty darn tootin' happy to put this big day kahuna and walk down the street and have everybody going, ooh. Here's a Kohen. So the fact is that the Levush of the Yeshiva boy is the Big Day Kehuna of Shevet Levi of our day and age. Vinei Torah are the Shevet Levi of our day and age. And a person that's able to wear this uniform is wearing a uniform that signifies and symbolizes a cut above and symbolizes that they are working in the Beit HaMikdash of our day and age. The Beit HaMikdash of our day and age is oh. the base Vendish. So I told my son, you want to take it with pride? Or you want to say, I don't want it. It's like, you know, person, he gets promoted to, to sergeant in the army, and he says, eh, no, thanks, I'd rather be private. I, I don't want the promotion. Look at him like you're crazy. You worked like like a dog. You went to three wars. You, you got wounded once. You want a promotion? Nah, I like the other uniform better. It's got short sleeves, less shoelaces. Say, what are you nuts? To wear a, to wear the big begadim of a ben Torah, you're the luckiest person in the world. You're walking around like the the, the most elite of human beings. People are sitting and learning Torah of Hashem, and you're wearing that uniform. Granted. There are people, you go into costume stores, they're full of army uniforms. <coughs> but you know the real ones from the not real ones. There are people that walk around with all sorts of fake uniforms. Real B'nai Torah that will carry themselves like B'nai Torah, you see them, you, you, you recognize them. That's, that's the way I look at it. The Levushim of B'nai Torah. Yeshivish, I don't know what that is. I think that it means, loosely it means the, the, the following the ways of the Rosh Yeshiva. Is what? it good to be Yeshivas? What? Is it good? It's good to it's good to be Yeshivas. Sure, it is. Is it good to be greasy? I don't know. I think everybody needs to shower, except for <laughs> <many> days. <laughs> no, I think I think that I think that I don't know what greasy is. I think the Yeshivas are long greasy, like no, like. I think the tukei foot are very important. I think that if a person is doing it for themselves, it's one thing. I yeah. think if a person's going around and trying to show off and show everybody else what they're doing. And then I think that's that's not greasy. I think that's slimy. <laughs> it's different. Uh. A real, you know what? I know in in every yeshiva there are the very from good erlicha guys that everybody loves because they're bali midas and they care and they act like they care and they're nice to everybody. And that and that's not. No one would call them greasy. You call them just a good guy. Oh, I see. But the guys that say, oh, I'm learning and you're not, so I'm not going to talk to you. We don't go for that. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for calling. You're welcome anytime. Take care. Well, okay, it's right. 9 o'clock. I know that we, we, uh, we apologize to the listeners that online and we cannot take them.
next week please call earlier and uh you know that's all right that's uh, it that's it you know to all the callers is a good show yeah okay till next week thank you